All right. Uh, one thing we did discuss last week off air, you mentioned, hey, uh, Shemmy Schembechler is going to you know, be oh. an assistant analyst for recruiting or something. And then, you know, they discover what happened on his social networks and they get rid of him. Uh, he resigns, but it's probably more of a forced resignation. And this yeah. weekend, you would think uh, with the Michigan State, Ohio State fans and everybody piling on that they just won the Big Ten championship. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't celebrate anybody's misfortune. Uh, at the same time, you know what? Uh, you just can't. Uh, you can't do that. And you can't have a guy like that in the building mm. that is going to. And I've talked to him six times in my life. I never would have uh, would have guessed that. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't claim to know him well, but uh, always seemed like a man of integrity. But there is, uh, you know, when you're going to be out there recruiting African American athletes and working with them in the building, and then and then to see that, uh, extremely disappointing. Yeah, and, and Michigan, the minute they found out, Manuel and Harbaugh moved on it. He had to resign, and I guess that could come down to lawyers and you know everything, and he had to move fast, and he was gone. It was less than a week, and people are acting like you know Michigan now has a, a, a racially divided Schembechler Hall. It just kills me how fast people want to pile on without knowing the facts. Yeah, he what, yeah. what, what Shemmy Schembechler did was brutal on Twitter, but once Michigan found out, they moved on from him. End of story. Right. So I'm not quite sure what the story is anymore. Uh, you know what? I agree. Uh, the vetting process. Yeah, the vetting process. Uh, somebody failed, right? And you got to, you know what? Social media, I read a stat. They said 54% of companies that are hiring employees now within the last year have dropped people because of something that they found on their social media. So that's got to be part of the vetting process. And you know what? It's a place where you can find out about somebody's character. And I'll say this. It's a it's a cesspool out there. And most of these people are hiding behind monikers. You know, people like us aren't. And so, um, you know what? Uh, but it's, uh, it's a joke. I hate social media, and I have for a long time. It's obviously a, a necessary evil for our business but uh, when you're out there, um, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not buying. You know what? He made a mistake, so on and so forth. No, nope. uh, it's not a mistake. It's something that you just that you just don't do, and, and clearly indicative of your beliefs, uh, especially when there were were so many of them. So they did the right thing, uh, and you move on, and uh, they'll find somebody else. But uh, yeah, to celebrate it, uh, I, I don't quite understand that. But you know what? I'm not out there looking at it, Bill. I, you know, you move on and you move on to the next story, and uh, and you hope that uh, from here on they they learn a lesson and they they vet their employees better. Yeah, I, again, you got to watch what you say on the social networks. And Shemmy Schembechler apologized, uh, resigned, and Michigan moved on. And to me, like I said, I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. It was uh, end of story. Uh, moving on. Uh, Michigan basketball is they're trying to put together their roster before they get to uh, the summer off-season workouts. Where are things at right now for Howard? Yeah, still trying. And uh, they've got a kid from Tennessee that they're still working on. Olivier Kamwa is his name. And he's going to be visiting West Virginia. <laughs> and, you know, there, this is a deal where Michigan felt really, really good about him probably a month ago. He wanted to go through the, the NBA process and go to the G League camp, which he did. Uh, and they thought, you know, when he, if he didn't make it to the to the NBA combine, they felt felt really good about their chances. Now he's looking at other schools, and you know, I really think it comes down to what are you willing to do for a lot of these kids in NIL. And I talked to 
Bill Martelli last week, uh, a couple weeks ago, and Michigan's associate head coach, and he said, you know, I don't believe a lot of the numbers out there, he said, but more than anything, it's changed the game. He said it used to be a relationships business. Now it's, okay, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? And then we'll revisit this, you know, in a month or a year or whatever. Uh, And it's unfortunate, but it is uh, a reality. So, I'm not saying that you have to go out and outbid everybody for players, but for a lot, in a lot of cases, that's exactly what it is. If you look at Hunter Dickinson, I, the second that Kansas got involved and somebody down there told me they weren't going to be outbid for him, I knew where he was going. And it's going to be the case for a lot of these kids. So they better step it up and at least get competitive in, in basketball. They've made huge strides in football, but lots of other sports out there, Bill. And uh, for an athletic department like Michigan that prides itself in winning championships, that's going to be a big part of it going forward. Chris Bells from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, joining us on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give uh, guest line. You can follow everything Michigan Athletics 24-7 at the Wolverine.com. So summer break, you're getting the off-season workouts happening. When will Michigan football get after it? Uh, what's the report date for that fall camp? Yeah, it'll be the, I believe, well, Big Ten media days this year, I think, are July 26th and 27th. Uh, I think it's a Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday this year, if I'm not mistaken, in Indianapolis. And then shortly after that, they'll they'll get after it. So uh, it'll be uh, probably that same week, as a matter of fact. So I would expect they'll bring uh, four captains to uh, to Anna, to to Indianapolis or, or guys that they think are going to be captains. I think you're going to see J.J. McCarthy there. Chris Jenkins will be there. Maybe Blake Corum, depending on how he's doing in his rehab, but he's coming along well. Talked to him a couple weeks ago. He's back running again. So, uh, But this team is loaded, Bill. We're putting together our football preview and talking to coaches like Sharon Moore, uh, you know, and, and putting together just lists of the talent, the best five best players, so on and so forth. It's hard to pick. So this is a team that's going to have a great chance to win the Big Ten Championship. Chris, I'm watching Duncan Robinson in the playoffs for the Heat, who are now up 3-0 on the Celtics, and just thinking about the impact John Beeline had on, you look at Poole and his development with Golden State, you look at Duncan Robinson and others, just how good of a coach John Beeline was. Man. Yeah, it's, you know what, I still talk to him from time to time, and he's got his place up north, and uh, still working with the Pistons, and uh, you know what? Uh, you know he's just uh, he's a special guy, and I think Duncan Robinson right now is the only D three former D three player in the NBA, and to, to identify talent like he did, and then uh, you know that's a ninety million dollar guy. <laughs> now that's crazy uh, how he's developed it, and with the eye that he had for talent, I've never seen anybody better. I've never seen anybody with more integrity or run his program with more integrity. And John Beeline, we miss him, and I wish the best for uh, for Jawan Howard too. Uh, those are big shoes to fill, and he's done a good job of it so far. We'll see if he can continue it. Chris Bowles from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You can follow everything Michigan Athletics twenty four seven at the Wolverine.com. Chris, enjoy the holiday weekend. We'll talk soon. You bet. Thanks, Bill.